Hello, friends, and welcome. I'm Fiora Lise. I'm Joe, and this is the Esoterics Podcast. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm good. I'm really good. How about you? You're just back from a really cool um, experience. Yeah, I just got back from Mexico just uh, a few days ago. Um, and yeah, it was it, it was amazing. I was in the the Yucatan state of Mexico. I stayed in in uh, Merida, the city of Merida, and then uh, the city of Ixamal. And they were just beautiful little towns. And we got to go see a lot of the Mayan Mayan temples, um, a lot of history. And it was it was a wonderful trip. When I went to Belize, um, the Mayan the trip to see the Mayan temple was, I think, probably my favorite of the entire sort of um, experience because the trip there was also a journey. We left the little island of San Pedro, you know, the, the island that Madonna sings about, La Isla oh. Bonita, that's uh -huh. San Pedro. Oh. And so you had to take um, a boat across the ocean to get to the coast. Then you went through this winding river lake that took you deep into the jungle. Then you got off. You got on this old, dusty, air-conditionless school bus that was converted into a people bus, right? Yes. Uh -huh. And then you drove down these old, you know, these inner jungle roads with like cows and sugar canes, cows that were just stopped in the road for, and they're like, <laughs> "Fuck you, I'm busy." Um, and then went to this little village, and then got on another boat, and then went even deeper into the jungle. So the journey there was amazing, but then. Um, sorry, I sort of hijacked your story here, but oh, no, <laughs> I, this is one of my favorite stories because once you like break that clearing, it, we came out into this huge lake and then above the canopy of beyond the lake, you mm -hmm. could see the top of the Mayan temple. It was literally oh. one of the most impactful and gorgeous moments of my life. So that's um, I had to share that. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, the last site we went to was Chichen Itza. Uh, and, yeah and so it, it was it was just spectacular mm. to see the precision of that architecture and how oh, old yes. it is I, it was just amazing the, so. the aliens the aliens <laughs> so it's funny because i was talking with my mentor about that and she was saying how like some not her but some people get offended when they when people say like oh like the mayans use aliens you know to mm -hmm. or, or they were connecting with aliens to in order to come up with this technology because then we're like oh you're so you're saying that they couldn't have come up with it on their own like without without aliens and and it was just funny like we were just kind of laughing about it it's like well i mean you can have it both ways I mean, right i don't think they couldn't come up with it on their own i think how in the hell do they build them you know yeah. i mean rope and pulleys can only i would think assume can only go so far but then i'm not an ancient engineer so i don't know yeah, yeah. And and it was interesting, though, seeing the different sites, because we went to another one, which was called Mayapan, which Mayapan. was built after Chichen Itza. Um, and the, that's it's funny because this, the, the rock structures on that are a little rougher than they are at yeah. Chichen Itza. So it was just, it, I, but it was beautiful just to see all the different sites and get to learn the, the history and um, go to the cenotes, which are like the, the natural, like the natural, like water pools that form. Oh, yeah. 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 And they, and they, it's the water seeps through the minerals and it forms these beautiful stalactites just throughout, like in the caves. So yeah, we went to several of those and those were phenomenal. Could you, did you sense anything from the water or did the water feel like different? 
it was just the the energy in there the energy was yeah. super even for it being water was super grounding nice yeah it was very grounding I love those types of trips. They they really just they feed your soul and they give mm-hmm. you whatever it is, you know, you need in order to move on. So Absolutely. typically those type of trips too, well, I won't say typically for everybody, but for a lot of people there's an up leveling after. So yeah, like you'll probably experience a huge up leveling. Yeah, it was it was really great. I I, I can't recommend it enough and I wanna go back. I wanna take my kids because I think they would appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah. What's your husband say? Does he, was he like, I want to go. Yeah. He wants to go. Yeah. He was very jealous of the, of the cenotes of the water. (laughs) Was he? Yeah. He got to go swimming in that. Yeah. Right. That's kind of what I was too. I was like, well, I wanted to go in that water. I love, love, love water, any water, but then I don't know. There's something about ancient water. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like, have I found the fountain of youth? You know, I'm going to drink from it. Was it salt water or fresh water? It's all fresh water. Fresh water. So they probably, back in the day, you know, in ancient times when it was a thriving civilization, maybe they drank from that. That was their water source. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been. They definitely did use it, though, to to bathe in because most uh, uh, ancient native civilizations formed formed their cities and and everything around water sources um, because they were very clean people who bathed daily. <laughs> ah, nice. Which is, yeah. you know, a change from like the 1800 Europeans. Uh, yeah. 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 I thought that uh, uh, an inch of, of whatever of oil and dirt on your skin protected you. That's so gross. Oh, I can't. I mean, just between their lack of plumbing, like, and we're talking like 13, 1400, like yeah. European, Europe, you know, Paris, but between their lack of plumbing, their lack of just disgusting. I can imagine. I yeah. would not want to re-experience the smell. I bet the and, smell was the worst. Yeah, they would just throw their their yep. excrement out the window. Again. I know. And then, they ha- and then they had the audacity to come and see these native people and be like, you guys aren't as advanced as we are. Savages. Yes. <laughs> the savages hurt you. Native Americans are like, um... We poop in the woods. <laughs> we know how to take care of our poop. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. when the when the Spaniards first landed, first you know arrived, um, the native people followed them around with incense because they smelled so bad. Oh, that's great! I love that. Yeah. Okay, listeners, this is just another example. Fiora is she just has these this. I won't, it's not useless knowledge. It's it's like, how the hell do you, you just know that. I love that you just know that. Just random tidbits of information. <laughs> you can just bust out with fun fact. Fun, fun uh, facts. Yeah. Fun facts with Fiora. <laughs> That's, we're going to add that as a segment. We're going to retire the closing vibe and we'll just be fun facts with Fee. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So what uh, announcements, upcoming events do we have? Okay, first off, I just want to welcome everybody to October. So I love this month. I love it numerologically. I'm going to make up a word there um, because it is the number of one, the number of new beginnings, and it's followed by 11, a double one, which is double that number. It's the double energy of new beginnings. So your October is about experiencing lots of opportunities and exciting, you know, um, adventures or just learning about yourself. It's just a cool month. Add Halloween and like uh, free form 
um, Freeform, the channel Freeform, okay. it's like the month of they have all spooky um, movies and things, you know, of course, Hocus Pocus is on every day. So I just love October. Yeah. Well, so, October's my, my birthday month. So yes, I, it I love, is. I love October. Uh, yeah. When's your birthday? It's coming up. The October um, 4th fourth mm -hmm. uh yeah and, and you and cassie i think have the same birthday um, oh. <laughs> my pal cass he's she'll listen here eventually i guess love you um and if it's not the fourth she's gonna like bitch me out it's either the second or the fourth it's one of those two <laughs> anyway i love my libras um all right so i just welcome want to welcome everybody to october um and um yay we're gonna have some fun this month with um our podcast episodes yes mm -hmm. Uh, my big announcement is that I have transferred my most popular classes to digital format and you can now buy them anytime from my website. You just go to um, thewokakashik.com, go to the classes and events tab, and they're all listed. They're a link and you click whatever class it is you want and it'll take you to a sales page and then that's where you enter your information plug in your card and um, then it, you'll be provided a download link and you just click it and you can download that, um, you know, workshop, course, whatever. I'm currently in the process of transferring everything over digitally. It's a long process. I'm not the greatest at technology, so it's going to take me a while, um, but eventually everything will be on there. And I just, you know, I love in-person classes and live classes, but I want to do other things. So yeah, no, thank you for making that easy. Cause yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's yeah, it's really fun. Um, but the other announcement that I have is that I'm working on an intuitive development course as well as an Akashic, uh, well, a course to learn to open your own Akashic records. Ooh. They'll both be very affordable so that anybody can have access to them. I'll offer payment plans so um, you can make a couple payments on them and um, they're not going to be that expensive. So look for that um, toward uh, the end of fall and the beginning of winter. Wonderful. Yeah. What about you? What do you got going on? Oh, I just want to uh, remind everyone. So we used to have Journey the Wild coming up, our soul medicine retreat that is taking place November 5th through November 7th in Idlewild, California. Uh, this it's is your, be so fun. Yes, this is your opportunity to join Joe and I for a weekend of connecting our soul and aligning with our higher self through breathwork, meditation, Reiki, Akashic journeys, sound baths, uh, crystal jewelry making, so many things. All of this yes. while exploring the plant medicines of Mesoamerica. So just so you know, we have two spots open. All snacks, food, and beverages provided uh, will support the weekend's activities. So it's all vegetarian or vegan, um, healthy, delicious, satisfying stuff. And the space is a gorgeous home surrounded by nature, and it supports a feeling of peace, relaxation, and comfort. Uh, if you would like to join us, visit the Esoterics Podcast website. That's esotericspodcast.com. And your enrollment includes the accommodations, your meals and snacks, all of that. Just doesn't include travel expenses. Um, but yeah. we do have payment plans available. So yep. take a look and let us know because we only have two more spots left. And once those are booked, that is it. Gone. They're gone. Um, yeah. Yay. That sounds <laughs> that sounds really fun. If I wasn't going to be there, I'd be like, hey, I want to go. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. <laughs> <clears throat> what are we going to talk about today, Fiora? All right. Today we are talking about the astrology and numerology of serial killers. 
oh yay like i didn't know oh yay <laughs> spooky season spooky season yay. okay this is exciting so okay all right so before i get started <laughs> I just want to, I want to just do a little preface and a trigger warning. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So preface about this. This is just for fun. I'm not, we're not going to call out any, we're not calling out specific sun signs or numerology um, numbers as people who can be serial killers. So don't be afraid if, you know, you're married to a Capricorn, like they're not going to kill you probably. (laughs) So, you know, maybe no. <laughs> hey, there's a lot more factors that go into this, but this is just this is something that we thought would be a really interesting thing to take a look at, because I don't know, yeah. I think a lot of us have a morbid fascination with, with yes. murder and, and, and all that. So mm-hmm. anyways, um, and then trigger warning, because there will be some mention of, you know, horrific crimes and murders and stuff that were perpetrated by some of these people. We're not going to get into full, full detail, but there's going to be some mention. So just know, yeah. maybe not uh, not that really any of our episodes are, because we don't watch our mouths, but maybe right. good to listen around kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get the kids out of here. Rach, yeah. Even Rachel Maddow has that disclaimer. You might want to take the children from the room. And I'm like, if the kids are up watching Rachel Maddow at nine o'clock, they need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So there's a lot of like untrue facts, a lot of stuff that circulates around the internet about zodiac signs and who has the most number of serial killers. Like I know I heard that it was supposedly Gemini's. Yeah, um, I've heard that too. But it's actually not. So we're I, we're gonna break down a list. So just every zodiac sign can claim at least one serial killer. So for example, like Charles Manson was a Scorpio. Although Charles Manson isn't technically a serial killer, like. He's never Mm-mm. he was never charged with actual murder um, because he didn't no. you know he didn't actually get his hands dirty but uh, that's uh, neither here well, nor there. and that's reflected in his numerology which we'll get into ah okay yep. all right and uh, the hillside strangler uh, Angelo Anthony Bono Jr was a Libra as a fellow Libra I am I what yeah. <laughs> uh, right <laughs> and uh, Keith Hunter Jesperson the happy face killer was an Aries so. Um, those are just examples of how they're kind of, I would say like, for me, I thought that like the Libra was like, oh, but we're, we're so nice. Right. <laughs> but Libras are of love. Yeah. But uh, not so much for, uh, for the Hillside Strangler. Um, so with statistical evidence though, we have, we can see that the majority of serial killers do fall under a mutable sign. Okay. So now I just, for anybody who's not too familiar with, uh, with what mutable signs are. So uh, in the Zodiac, the 12 signs are divided into three groups by something called the modality. So each sign is either a fixed sign, a mutable sign, or a cardinal sign. And so each of these modalities set a different set of personality traits that go along with it. So Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces are all known as mutable signs. And they're, they're, those are the groups that have the most amount of serial killers. Um, these the mutable signs mean that their signs fall typically fall at the end of a season so like gemini falls at the end of spring virgo the end of summer sagittarius the end of fall and pisces the end of winter oh cool cool i never knew that yeah uh immutable signs thrive on variety and versatility and they need to convert an insatiable mental stimulation into real world experiences Mm -hmm. 
So now if you combine those traits with maybe like a troubled childhood or a psychotic break or some severe head trauma, maybe um, <laughs> uh, a killer with a prolific track record of disaster could very easily erupt out of one of those like technically, you know, innocent, curious souls. So, right. so that's kind of how it, that all plays out. So the, the mutable signs are unique in the Zodiac because all four signs are divided between two planets only. And those planets are Mercury and Jupiter. So hmm. Jupiter is uh, expansive. It is the traditional ruler for both Sagittarius and Pisces. Um, and uh, quick-minded Mercury is the ruler for Gemini and Virgo. Both planets signify how we roam and perceive the world. Uh, one consistent trait among serial killers is a need to roam, and it's usually matched with a unique and damaged perception of the world. Okay, so in isn't Mercury? Um, we're in we're in retrograde right now. Mm -hmm. So what are, what is the other keyword for Mercury? When I think of Mercury, um, communication, communication. Um, all right, it's and also Jupiter. it's it's the brain too. It's Mercury symbolizes how we think. Um, so you'll often see how a set of normal range of anxieties and thoughts and feelings can grotesquely become full-blown psychoses when um, they're symbolized in a serial killer's astrological chart. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So, cool. so here's a list of how um, it's like a, a list of over 300 serial killers and then just breaking them down by sign, like who has who has the most. Okay, so Which we're not going to go into 300, but... No, no, She'll no. Tell you. Yeah. They, these were just, these are just like, uh, they're bundled up. So, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll be here all day. No. no. <laughs> um, okay. So bad news for you, Joe. Number one <laughs> is Capricorn. Uh-oh. Uh, with 55 serial killers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Capricorns have a darker side to them that themselves that they hide from the world. And when their tempers come in, uh, it takes center stage as they don't take mercy on others. Yeah. So these are like the extremes of each sign. Right. So, right. So, okay. Number two is Leo uh, with 46 serial killers. Like the mythology behind the sign, Leo serial killers have engaged in sexual torture or cannibalism the most when they seek out punishment for having their delicate egos bruised. Ah, yeah. I have a Leo moon too. So mm. I I'm, 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 the potential, I'm telling you the potential has always been there. <laughs> All right, Sagittarius, 43 serial killers. Known for their fiery tempers that flare up now and again, Sagittariuses are known to commit the most gruesome of crimes like body dismemberment <laughs> and necrophilia. Sagittarius is savage. Yeah. And tied for fourth place is oh, Aries, God. Libra, Scorpio, and Aquarius, all having 42 serial killers each. Uh, Aries and Scorpios are known for crimes of passion due to the fact that they're both ruled by the planet Mars, whereas Libra can become extremely unhinged when they become imbalanced. And Aquarians like to engage and watch their victims being tortured. <laughs> Aquarians sound sweet, don't they? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And then in fifth place is Gemini and Pisces are tied with 40 serial killers each. Gemini and Pisces are both mutable signs. So that also means that they can pick up the energy of others, which can make them feel kooky and seek out murder uh, plots for revenge. <laughs> and then um, number six... 
Number six is Virgo with 39 <laughs> serial killers. Honestly, I don't uh, don't get mad at me, Virgos, but I thought Virgo would be higher up on the list. Dude, I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> I, I thought Virgos would be like first on the list. Okay, but but this is why. Okay, because most of the murders committed by Virgos aren't violent acts. They are caused as a result of bank robbery or theft gone wrong. However, Virgos are way too methodical to get caught for a premeditated murder. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't know for sure that you uh-huh. Virgos aren't number one. Yeah, right? It's just, you guys mm-hmm. is really good at not getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. That's the, that's the absolute truth, I guess. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. the next one, I'm surprised. Number seven is cancer with 34 yep. serial killers. Cancers engaged in the most sexual related serial killings and strangulations. Uh, yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. They also engage in blackmail the most, which is a result of their emotional mindset and nature. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And then last on the list is Taurus with 22 serial killers. Tauruses don't have a thrill to kill based on data. Uh, they're usually the least likely to be serial killers. Maybe it's their big heart or innate laziness that stops them from <laughs> their murderous tracks. <laughs> I don't feel like killing today. I'm busy. I'm very busy. Yeah. All right. Good, good on you, Taurus. I'm going to have lots of Taurus friends now. <laughs> All right. Okay. So some other aspects that are significant in the serial killers chart. So first, let me just explain what aspects are. If, again, for somebody who's not super familiar with astrology. So aspects refer to the distance between planets or points in the horoscope. They are the strongest influence within a chart and are able to alter the characteristics of a planet within their sign. So for example, okay. Mars is the planet known for action and war. Therefore, it's the main component of what we look at in a birth chart of a serial killer. People who have Neptunian influences in their Mars can act out the most. Okay. So this is due to their innate frustrations and delusions. Mars mm-hmm. uh, Mars places on the south node of destiny in the natal chart can point to the native having an inability in expressing their emotions properly, and it can create violent temper tantrums that become deadly. Wow. Is it, Mars was the planet that I was thinking of that was mm. um, it, the influencer of war. Yeah. The war. It, yeah. Okay. It, it was okay. not Mercury. Okay. Uh, evocative Pluto can be volatile and excitable when triggered. Pluto mm-hmm. has to win at all costs and make their points be known. On a bad day, the planet Pluto can be very controlling and create triangular situations that can lead to passionate meltdowns, resulting in violence. Wow. So look to Pluto's connection with Mercury and the notes of destiny in the natal birth chart to see any signature aspects of a serial killer. I would love to see hear about anybody that actually finds this, like if they find this in their spouse. <laughs> like, uh-oh, my spouse has a tendency. Okay. So this last one um, I think is a pretty strong indicator. So because it's also been noted that the frequency of the planets in the 12th house is also significantly high for serial killers. So again, so it's explaining what that means. So in astrology, your birth chart is divided into 12 sectors called houses, and each house represents different areas of your life. And the 12th house, um, so everything's determined by like the the date and time you were born. So, for example, your rising sign is indicated on the horizon when you were born, and it's always the cusp of your first house. The 12th house is sometimes called the house of the unseen. It rules intuition, mental health, spiritual health, mysticism, and 
endings. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. So Which is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So having a <laughs> lot of planets in this house indicates that those factors will play a significant role in your life. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good info. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now I want to get into some specific, specific people. Okay. So first up, honestly, I hadn't heard of all these guys. Like as no. much as I listen to, um, you know, murder podcasts and stuff like that, and I've heard a lot of them. Um, so first up is Albert Fish, who I, I'm going to be, I'm going to look up the story, but he was, um, he was born May 19th, 1870. And he was known as the Brooklyn vampire. He killed what is assumed to be a hundred victims. He was a chameleon blending into his environment and staying hidden. He was mentally ill as a child, which continued into adulthood. He had very unusual desires and inflicted pain onto himself. Mm. So he was a Taurus, which expressed the extreme negative can be revealed in body dysmorphia and eating disorders. Wow. Okay. All right. uh, Fish tortured the victims he killed and reportedly had auditory hallucinations that kept getting worse. He became obsessed with torturing and eating mostly young children. God. I, I, it, it, <laughs> it's like um, veal, I guess. Gross. <laughs> he, he was found to be insane and was sentenced to death. As a Taurus, Albert Fish was motivated by sexual gratification. A Taurus is very sensual. Yeah, they are ruled by Venus, so that makes sense. And in tune with their sexual side, because Tauruses are also very possessive, Albert Fish is an example of possession to the extreme. He didn't want to get to share or let go of his victims, and that's why he consumed them. Wow. Um, All right, so uh, Albert's uh, a life path four which is the teacher. Okay. Um, but what I think contributes to, you know, being a serial killer are his soul urge and his birthday. Those are ones, those are leaders. Um, but then also he has an expression five, right? His soul, or I'm sorry, his expression five is how he expresses himself. That's the free spirit. So between those two ones which are all about being the leader, wanting to be the one to make the rules and move forward. And then that five who, um, what that, that five, that's all about freedom. Um, he's just not that type of person who is going to follow anybody. Um, he's going to be the one making the rules or else he's, um, you know, he's not happy. He's unsatisfied. So, Okay. All right. So next up is Jeffrey Dahmer. So, mm. let's see. and he was a Gemini. So he was born May twenty first, nineteen sixty. He was also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal. Uh, he was a serial killer and sex offender. Uh, between nineteen seventy eight and nineteen ninety one, he killed seventeen men. I can't believe he went that long. I know. I know it's 17 men yeah. or men and, and boys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. He raped them, practiced necrophilia with the bodies and dismembered them and ate them. Jesus. Um, Dahmer seduced men from bars or hired male prostitutes. Then he would drug, rape and strangle them. He would continue to practice necrophilia with the bodies after their death. He was consumed by his de- desire to make his victims inferior. As a Gemini, Jeffrey Dahmer never wanted to be alone. 
Geminis are very affectionate and can adapt to certain circumstances, but taken to the extreme, their personality can turn a mental health problem. <laughs> I would say. I mean, clearly. Um, if Dahmer couldn't find companionship easily, he hired men, thus solving his problem of finding victims. Um, right. Yeah, unfortunately, that's one of the problems with uh, uh, sex workers is that they can become very easy targets for sick, right. sick demented people. Right. Um, so also, because Geminis can be restless, it explains why Dahmer moved on from victim to victim pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. He was thought to have had antisocial personality disorder, which would be the opposite of a free-spirited Gemini. Again, <laughs> negative to the extreme. Right. Uh, he later admitted to eating the thighs, the hearts, and the organs of his victims. So he was very specific about what he ate. And then um, it's funny because he also, um, while he was in while he was in prison, he became a born-again Christian. And it's like, all right, well, there you go, full circle, right? Listen, not slamming born-again Christians, I'm just saying. So it, Dahmer, um, there was a quote. He was oh. quoted as saying about murder, mm -hmm. um, it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. When you depersonalize another person and view them as just an object for pleasure and not a living, breathing human being. It seems to make it easier to do things you shouldn't do. So he knew it was wrong, right? Yeah, and yeah. a lot of times this is consistent when you look back at, you know, I'm going to do, I'll, I have some quotes from a couple of them, but it's like, you know, they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. All right. Dahmer the Gemini. He was a life path six expression 11 2 which is a master number uh, master numbers have a lot more challenges in their life but they can also experience greater triumphs he was a soul urge nine a personality 11 2 double 11 2 i don't come across many people that have double 11 twos in their charts so that's always interesting he did become famous <laughs> yep yep and, and then he has a birthday three so one of the things that, um, you know, the six is the nurturer opposite. Mm -hmm. um, the nine is, um, nines can be a little bit know, polarizing, I guess, but his sole urge was his sole urge as a humanitarian. He, he wants to help <laughs> the greater oh, whole weird. opposite. Um, 11, two, that's the inspired healer healers opposite opposite yeah. yep and the two is the most harmonious and balanced and loving number of in, in the numer in numerology opposite uh -huh. yeah. and then yeah. the three now the three is really the one that sort of makes me go okay well maybe he capitalized on those threes because threes are very sensitive um you know they're um, just very sensitive artistic people but um, threes can have a jealous streak. They can cause all sorts of conflicts within other people. Um, and they um, have really, really, really um, narcissistic tendencies. So, um, you know, then they need to be the center of tension. So, you know, just coupled with probably his childhood you know, his childhood, whatever his trauma or damage. Mm -hmm. sure. um, he's like, he, I think Dahmer is one of the most. Um, I, I'm not going to say favorite because I don't have a favorite, but I look at, at I look at serial killers and I look at their crimes and I'm like, based on the order of how fucked up oh, they yeah, are. Yeah, he's probably definitely one of the Dumbers up there. Yeah, he's right up there for me with uh, John Wayne Gacy. I think those yeah. are the, especially because for me, Gacy, it's it's the children thing that I'm just like, what the I know. fuck is wrong with you? How, what, and what is it about children? I mean, oh. you know, 
they're they're just little babies. They're kids. They just need to be loved. Yeah, that's just, this is awful. Um, okay, all right. So next up is Ed Gein. Ooh, he was, he's he's one of my quote unquote favorites too. Yeah, he's <clears throat> gross. Uh, he was a Virgo. Uh, his birthday was August twenty seventh, nineteen oh six. And he is known for skinning human corpses and mm-hmm. making furniture out of them. <laughs> wow. Lampshades. <laughs> wow. He was found to be guilty by reason of insanity and lived in a state facility for the rest of his life. So the psycho character Norman Bates is based on Gein and yep. his abhorrent crimes. But isn't that also um, yes. Buff- yep. Buffalo Bill? Buffalo Bill as is because Ed Gein would also he would he created like a suit um, of all of the women's parts that he would put on, um, you know, so he had breasts and he had a vagina and all of those things. Yeah, he was, again, uh, you know, we'll call it the FU level, the fucked up level. Uh, Dude's like a 10. Yeah. Uh, Okay. so Virgos love paying attention to detail. So because of how Ed Gein uses victims' bodies, it shows how he was meticulous in his life as a Virgo. Also, a Virgo is very critical of everything they do. So Ed would also be his own biggest critic. Yeah. And his mom was like a was a piece of work. So, uh, so there that's the Norman Bates thing, right? Because yep. that, that's yep. that was his whole weird ass relationship with his dead mother. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Ed, quote, Ed was quoted mm-hmm. as saying, when I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think of two things. One part wants to be real nice and sweet. And the other part wonders what her head would look like on a stick. I, I, I just I can't imagine having those thoughts running through your head, although they're, you know, sometimes they're. Uh, it's just, it's, I mean, there's definitely just screws loose in there, you know, yeah. and these are yeah. normal people no. by any stretch of the imagination no all right so again we have another life path six the six is the nurturer the six wants to take care of people um with an expression nine sixes are about are all about taking care of people one-on-one nines are all about the humanitarian taking you know um, taking care of the world or taking care of you know things at bigger levels um he is a soul urge 11 to again we have another master number inspired healer um a personality three so we have that three again in there the communicator and then the birthday nine one of the things that i see is that there's a lot of nines in in in, in these charts in these charts and the nine again is the humanitarian but here's the cool thing well not the cool thing but here's the volatile part of the nine mm-hmm. nines can be very 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 passionate to the point of where they can be polarizing but they're very charismatic and persuasive mm. nines will change your mind um, if given the right time but man, nines can also be extremely vindictive and unforgiving to the point of where they will crush you for no reason yeah, other yeah. than that's what you get. So yeah, there are a lot of nines in all of these um, mm, all of charts. Those people on these charts, yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, okay, so next up, I have Andre Chikatilo. Chikatilo. Uh, he was a Libra. Libra, is that how you say it? I don't know. Chica, chica, chica it doesn't matter. He's a fucking good. murderer. I don't. Right. <laughs> Fuck you, Andre. <laughs> His birthday was October. Also, you're giving Libras a bad name. I really don't. Right. Like to. <laughs> uh, 
His birthday was October 16th, 1936, known as the Butcher of Rostov or the Red Ripper, also the Rostov Ripper. He killed and mutilated 52 to 56 people. He targeted children and at-risk teens and Mm -hmm. was sexually satisfied when he killed his victims. He was profiled as a necro-sadist or a person who reaches sexual gratification from his victims while they are suffering and when they die. Uh, So his astro sign to the extreme, a Libra hates being alone. So it makes sense that he wanted his victims to be part of himself so that they would never leave him. Uh, Mm -hmm. He was found guilty and was sentenced to be executed. (laughs) Well, uh, Mr. Chiktillo, or whatever the hell his name is, um, he is, again, there's that nine. He's a life path nine um, with an expression for the four is the teacher. Um, He had a soul urge of four as well. So um, he really had a strong desire to show people, help people, teach people, but also to create some stability. Um, Double nine personality. So when you have a life path nine and a personality nine, that's type of, that's what you see is what you get. People knew who he was. They weren't like, well, you know, behind scenes, Andre is, you know, this, but then other times he says, nope, Andre was, or yeah, Andre, Andre was always the same person. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he also had a birthday seven. Now, listen, of all of the numbers, I would think that sevens have the biggest tendency to be serial killers, but (laughs) sevens don't show up in the charts very often, which Mm. is, which is interesting. There's a few, but not, not as consistently as the nine. Remember the nines can be vindictive and just. Um, you know, um, but then you take that seven because sevens are, um, they can compartmentalize. They can, they're unemotional. They don't really like people. Um, they prefer to be the only one. So they would, he killed, it's in my assumption, he killed heartlessly and without remorse. And it, it probably never even raised a, a, a his pulse at all. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't have a quote for him. Okay. All right. Well, next up, I'm sure you probably have a quote in this guy. This fucking psycho. Um, <laughs> uh, Charles Manson. I who, do have a quote for that yeah. fucker. <laughs> of course, because he just, he loved talking. He loved attention. Yeah, he yep. was all about him. All right. Mm-hmm. He was a Scorpio, and his birthday was November 12, 1934. He was the cult leader of the family, and it consisted of approximately 100 followers. They used drugs such as LSD and magic mushrooms. He was looked up to as a prophetic figure and orchestrated the murders of a bunch of people that his followers actually committed. So he wasn't the actual murderer, but he was the, you know, the one pulling the strings. Um, So as a Scorpio, Charles Manson had leadership in his DNA. He easily slipped into the role of a cult leader. He also easily manipulated his followers, which is a common characteristic of Scorpios, which is the manipulation. Uh, Because he was so dedicated to his cause, he was able to influence his followers to do what he desired, such as committing murders on his own behalf. This guy, this guy is something else. Um, Okay, so um, Manson, um, let me just you just google charles manson's quotes i mean there's so right. many of them and he's like again level 10 the shit that comes out of his mouth it's like yeah. what like, what he he does he likes to hear himself talk mm-hmm. all right so the one that got me was he said remorse for what you people have done everything in the world to me doesn't that give me equal right oh god, oh, god. <laughs> right wow. classic narcissist so you know who he reminds me of and maybe it's the narcissist but he reminds me of hitler 
Well, yeah, he he might be reincarnated as Hitler. I, you know, we don't well, know. He was born in 1934, so they were alive at the same time. They were, um, okay. Yeah. Um, Again, useless information. How do you even know that? <laughs> uh, well, Charles Manson was born in 1934. I'm sure Hitler was probably well oh. into his 30s by that time. So, well, duh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. but um, his birthday was April 20th, though. Don't ask me why I know that. How, I was just gonna. Like, how do you know? Because it's 420. <laughs> Honestly, that's why. <laughs> like, why? of course, Hitler. Like, why Why was Hitler born on 420? But he was. Um, and he wasn't very chill either. No, he wasn't chill at all. But it just reminds me of, like, the, the whole idea of, like, being t- able to lead people and to influence people and manipulate people. And a lot of it had to do with his own failures early on. Like, Charles Manson uh, was a, basically a failed folk singer. His, his, it's true yeah mm-hmm. and and uh hitler was a failed artist like and oh. then yeah and he then that's why he went and stole all that art around europe and uh wherever he could uh during the war because he was pissed that he right. never made it to be an artist so it's just funny how there's yeah there's there's some similar failure things. is huge failure is you know um, when we hate ourselves or you know we internalize that and then turn around and externalize it Mm-hmm. So Manson, um, Scorpio Manson was um, a life path for the teacher, which makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. he was showing others, teaching others, leading others, that sort of thing. Yeah. But what's interesting about him is that he has two eights in his chart and eights are the powerhouse. So basically people that with an eight in their chart, any t- if they're out of alignment, um, they get power hungry and then they use it to oppress people Mm. um and then of course dude has all sorts of narcissistic tendencies in him that's evident by his birthday number three and then there's that old nine in there too so manson is a life path four an expression eight a soul urge nine Uh. a personality eight so double eight so he's double the dick and then birthday three and remember that threes um when threes are out of alignment they're um quite the the narcissists and all that stuff so his birth or his 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 core numerology chart actually Mm -hmm. um describes um him to a t in all of those lower tendencies Uh, so yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Okay. Good old Charlie. Uh, I'm glad he's dead. Okay. All, right. <laughs> All right. Next up is Ted Bundy. Uh, Ted Bundy was a Sagittarius. His birthday was November 24th, 1946. He confessed the 30 murders, but the actual amount is unknown because he's definitely suspected of having done a lot more than that. Uh, he preyed on vulnerable and attractive young women. He raped and murdered these women by strangling or bludgeoning them and then mutilated their bodies after death. He would visit the corpses at their grave site for his own sexual gratification, and he was sentenced to death by electric chair. So with his astro chart, his Mars, um, which is volatile, pairs up with a uh, rootless philosophical Sagittarius moon with a conjunction that opposes his aloof Uranus and Gemini. So this is a fitting symbol for someone who who is known as a murderous, quote unquote, stranger. Um, So his Mercury and his Jupiter were both an obsessive and passionate Scorpio. Um, and a, another appropriate symbol for someone who would could not stop thinking about his dark sexual needs and traveled far and often to fulfill them. 
Um, he was driven by his deep desire to do anything to achieve what he wanted, which is a characteristic of a Sagittarius. And a narcissist. And a narcissist. His curiosity uh, about um, after death, which is sparked by being a Sagittarius, gave him immense sexual gratification at just the thought of a body decaying. Oh, my God. What? That's the least pleasant part, I would think. <laughs> well, you know, you're not a serial killer. Well, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have a quote for Ted Bundy? Yeah. The, the, dude, or the, this guy. Okay. I've got a couple from him because it paints this beautiful picture. Um, we serial killers are your sons. We are your husbands. We are everywhere. Ugh. Then he says, what's one less person on the face of the earth anyway? So he doesn't give a shit, right? But right. then this is the most chilling one. He says, when you feel the last bit of breath leaving their body, you're looking into their eyes. So right there, right? It's, it's he, he enjoyed it. He was in it. He yeah. reveled in that. Um, all right. So when it comes to Mr. Bundy, he was a life path one, the leader. Um, expression nine, get this expression nine, soul urge nine and personality nine. There's a lot of nines. I mean, those nines, you got to watch out for the okay. Capricorns nines. But isn't nine also endings? Nine is all, yes. It, it, in, in a, in a, when you're looking at it in terms of events, um. it's about um, transformations, endings um, mm. to make way for new. So it's very possible that this absolutely could have been, I mean, let's take these, these crazy, you know, psychos and look at it from a soul contract point of view. Uh. Um, wrapping up, experiencing it being this prolific serial killer um, and experiencing all this horrific, um, I guess, circumstances uh -huh. that when he passes over, maybe all that's behind him. And now he's ready to be an actual light worker because a, a nine is the ultimate humanitarian, the ultimate light worker, um, the doer of good. Um, what's also interesting about um, Bundy is that his birthday number is a six. So uh -huh. he's got that double. The sixes are all about helping people um, at a personal level. And the nines are about helping people at a global level. Uh -huh. But sixes are uber empaths. So that fucker, when he was staring into their eyes and um, feeling the life drain out of them and watching the light go out of their eyes, he was also feeling and experiencing it. So that's what he is getting off. Mm. is that ability to tap into that so Weird. yeah he's yeah. crazy it's almost <laughs> like they're they're like inverted nines you know right. like when like when we read the tarot right and you'll get the the reverse or whatever mm -hmm. it's like they're mm -hmm. a reverse nine yeah well much like astrology um in numerology you have the positive aspects of mm -hmm. the number and then you have the lower or more challenging aspects of it and um you know like i said with the nine they can be vindictive and unforgiving, um, you know, and again, he's, he's, again, he's a perfect nine charismatic boy. Mm. He was a charmer. He was attractive. Yeah. I mean, he just used that in order to victimize. And yeah. then of course he was the ultimate narcissist too. So, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he represented himself in court. Cause he was one of those who just thought that like, oh, I'm, I'm so smart. I'm smarter than all of you. And there's right? no way. Yeah. And that's actually interesting because that's a trait of a nines. Nines think that they're um, 
I don't want to say that nines think they're better than everybody, but nines um, have a lot of condescension and disdain Mm. for people when they're out of alignment. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. And last uh, is John Wayne Gacy. He was a Pisces. His birthday was March 17th, 1942. He was also, he was known as the uh, killer clown. He targeted (laughs) young men and boys. He raped and killed them and then buried them underneath his house in the crawl space. He murdered 33 people and was convicted to be executed by lethal injection. Uh, Gacy had his Mercury in Pisces, which is ruled by Jupiter, and his Jupiter in Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury. His deadly planetary switcheroo combined with his own repressed murderous lust found young hitchhikers and hustlers all mercurial archetypes is ideal victims the same love of versatility allowed him to slip into a number of occupations like a show salesperson a fast food restaurant owner a community volunteer an amateur clown um and then even his last one where he was a well-paid painter on death row even though he was actually full of shit because he had other people paint the paintings for him and he just signed them Oh, right. Yeah. I'd heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pisces are very artistic. So as a clown, John Wayne was able to exploit his creativity to entice children and young men into trusting him. Also, Pisces likes to help others. So Gacy may have felt like he was saving these boys and young men from their lives because Pisces is very playful, artistic and caring. It is easy to put trust in someone that appears to be trustworthy. Okay, so first off, how how the smell wasn't wasn't the smell be these people being buried under his house? All of these people like the smell, no oh, embalming, yeah. you know. Yeah. So his um his the words of wisdom from this douchebag, um he says, convicted of anything more serious than running a cemetery without a license. What the fuck? What? <laughs> like, dude, you you had people. All right, so let's look at his um, how unhinged he is. So, life path nine. Oh, another Jesus Christ! <laughs> Wait, it gets better. Um, expression seven. Now, remember, seven is uh, what I said. If if I was going to pick a potential serial mm. killer, it would be a life path seven mm-hmm. or somebody that had a seven in their chart. Um, Life path nine, expression seven, soul urge nine. So he's a double nine. Again, there's that three, personality three, right? Mm. And then the birthday eight. And so he's got all of them in there. Those are all numbers that have, when they express themselves at their lower tendencies, they are vicious, vindictive people. Um, So, you know, he's, it's all there. Very, very, very interesting how these life charts, because I would like to meet somebody, you know, who is a, just a, a, stellar humanitarian um you know with this with this chart and see how a, a balanced um life path nine expression seven soul urge nine personality three birthday eight actually manifests their life <laughs> uh, we should pull a few people and see and see because these are obviously all all people in their negative aspects right yes um yeah. so so to see someone with a similar numerology chart but but in the, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, in the positive. It'd be, I mean, there are a few things. Um, we could take the same birthday and do a reverse Google search oh. for celebrities with the same birthday. But sure. the thing that would influence it is their name because numerology also takes the name. So right. if the, the name can be the vowels and the consonants and someone's name can also influence it. But it, that would be fun to actually see if we can actually do that. Mm-hmm. 
I uh, thought it was it was interesting and weird how most uh, not not all of these but a lot of these had three names. Um, right. Right. Yeah. So there's a couple that I have that you didn't touch on. So yes. um, serial killer Dennis Rader. Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. Oh, mm-hmm. And it stood for bind, torture, and kill, which isn't that sweet? Yes. Um, Rader is, or yeah, he, he is. I don't know if he's alive, but he uh, is a Pisces. Mm-hmm. And his quote is, I don't think it was actually the person that I was after. I think it was the dream. I know that's not really nice to say about a person, but they were basically an object. Mm-hmm. They were just an object. That's all they were. I had more I had more satisfaction building up to it and afterwards than I did the actual killing of the person. So, you know, these lives were disposable. So he dubbed himself the BTK killer. Um, in, in a 1978 letter, he wrote of killing. It's a terrible nightmare, but you see, I don't lose any sleep over it. So, again, it co- completely devoid of emotion. Mm-hmm. Raider usually targeted women, um, though he did um, kill or attempt to kill men and children on a few occasions. Um, the victims were typically tied up you know, using um, items from their house, right? So he wasn't driving around with all these the stuff in his car. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were killed by strangulation, either manual or with some sort of ligature um, or suffocation or something, right? So he snuffed them out. Um, now, the interesting part about him is that he was a devoted family and company man by day, right? Like he was a pillar of society. He had, you know, a wife and a daughter, um, you know, but um just like gacy gacy was like that too yeah you would think they were gemini so where they live double lives like that. you really would those pisces we gotta watch out for those fuckers <laughs> um but he did this between 74 and 91 so he he, he oh, got away so with it for a one. long yeah. time yeah like Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. so this is how he got snagged though and again um when we talk about I'll go over his um numerology in a minute he had a penchant for leaving clues, Be, right? Or a narcissist, you uh-huh. can't catch me can't anyway. Catch me. Bitch, mm-hmm. guess what? That's how he got caught. Um, and he that's what led to his arrest and imprisonment. So mm-hmm. um, Raider is a life path four. Okay. Expression five, right? See, that's why they don't want to mess with us fives. <laughs> um, uh, he's a double five, too. He's got a personality five. Oh. Um, but guess what else he's a double in? Nine. Yep. Soul oh, urge nine and a oh, birthday nine. <laughs> Those nines. Capricorn life path nine. I'm staying away from them. I'm not even going to engage these people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so uh, anyway, BTK, that's Dennis Rader. He's, I believe, he's he's in prison, dead, but um, giant douchebag, douchebag scale. Recently died. Yeah. I think he just recently died. Okay, I that's believe. good. Yeah, go into the light. All right, and then the last one, we're gonna talk about the ladies' equal opportunity. Eileen Warnos. Um, she is a or was. Um, a Pisces. She was executed by lethal injection in 2002. Um, um, I want to point out that her sanity was in question because really the way that she thought it's like, well, yeah, I think she might be crazy. Um, And and the shit that happened to her. I mean, I'm not excusing her actions, but Mm -hmm. no, I mean, everybody has a fucking breaking point. Right. Extreme. 
Right. And and so what happened to her? Well, she was a Pisces, right? So add her another, one more another, Pisces. Another mutable sign. Uh-huh. Uh, the interesting thing about her is that she has no nines in her chart. She has she's a life path seven, which uh, sevens are um, the psychics, the wis- the wise, the wisdom. They're into spirituality, but they're also able to compartmentalize. Um, so she killed without remorse. Um, yeah. She was an expression four, a soul urge six, double seven, personality seven. So again, when you're personality number is the same as your life path person or your life path number what you see is what you get uh, so ser- hardcore seven and i have a seven in my chart and i know that i have to temper my seven all the time that sort of stereotypical coldness of the capricorn is actually my seven uh okay, okay. um and then her birthday was 11 two or i'm sorry her she was an inspired healer her birthday number was an 11 two um she was a, a, a sex worker and she murdered um, seven men in Florida in 89 and 90. So she it was just a short period of time. Yeah. But what she did, but she, she was like, uh-uh, fuck you. And she just point blank shot him, point blank range. Yeah. Um, she was sexually abused. She was thrown out of her home as a teen. And we are not obviously saying, well, you know, mm-hmm. but. these are the things that led up to um her sort of being like like you said her breaking point um she was involved in previous incidents with the law um because she made that worker that living as a sex worker um on the highways which is interesting um and so the first time she killed a man who picked her up and then uh, went on to kill at least five other men um and was eventually caught convicted and placed on death row i I didn't know florida had the death penalty i thought that was just texas but um i guess i guess they did because she was um executed by lethal injection so um this was her quote I robbed them and killed them as cold as ice and I would do it again. And I know I would kill another person because I've hated humans for a long time. So that tells me she hated herself. Yeah. Um, Anytime. Yeah. Yeah, Right. um, You know, I mean, it is what it is. So equal opportunity. I don't know that I have seen the movie, but um, Charlize, yes, was Charlize yeah, Theron? Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, I have because her transformation was like, it blew everybody away. Like, it was. What? I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh, BTK is unfortunately still alive, by the way. He is. I, I looked All right. Up. Unfortunately. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully someone will change that. Um, <laughs> I mean, one day. he's like 79. I'm not going to wish that on Is he really? 76. He's 76. He's bound to, you know. It's going to happen. I mean, he's got life in prison. He's not going anywhere. So I guess to wrap this all up, I mean, um, I, one of the things that we've learned is that though we got you got to watch out for those nines in your chart. You got to watch out for Capricorns, the mutable, the mutable signs. The mutable yeah. signs. Oh, yeah. Capricorn's is- not one of the mutable signs, but but you know Capricorn for some reason. <laughs> yeah. What else? Leos and um, what did you say? Like what were the top three? Uh, oh, the Capricorns. Top, it was Capricorn was the first one, and then Leo and Sagittarius. Yeah. <laughs> watch out for those and then if they have nines in there steer clear um yeah i have i'm a capricorn and i have a nine in mine so i have a nine expression number don't mess with joe (laughs) so when i was early on in my spirituality um 
one of the things that one of my mentors taught me was to have an avatar, right? And the avatar actually helps you do shadow work so that when you want to express those lower tendencies, Uh um, you just visualize your avatar doing it. And if you have the opportunity to actually do this, um, it, it, lessons, right? Because remember the reticular activation system doesn't know the difference between real life and your thoughts or your visualization. So it it all works together beautifully. Okay. Her name is Nix and Nix is just like a badass. If you ever watch the show Lucifer, um, um, Lucifer's, um, um, has a sidekick and she was that beautiful, um, like mixed black woman. Um, she wore leather, just gorgeous. Right. And she was a badass demon anyway. So that's who my avatar was. And so, um, she was for the first year when I started to implement the use of an avatar, um, she was all just would randomly walk up to people and stab them. <laughs> so it indulged my serial killer <laughs> fantasies and oh the satisfaction God. that came from it without actually doing it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. visualize stabbing you in the face. <laughs> um, <no. laughs> yeah. People are like, I don't know about Joe. We're going to um, watch out for her. We're just going to, we're just going to not cross her. Not, <laughs> not, not piss her off. <laughs> What's your takeaway? Um, that, um, you know, my suspicions about some Geminis have been, (laughs) I have a lot of Gemini friends, but I've also met some really like disheveled Geminis, I guess you could say. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, nope. It's just so interesting though. It's so interesting. I, I, I've had this, I had, you know, I had this, I brought this idea to you a while ago, um, because I was like, I just want to know, like, I just want to know if there's like some correlation. And it was just so cool to just kind of see like, oh, it's just the, the extremes of the personalities, uh, that, that we, you know, that, that we looked at. It was, it's just very interesting. It is cool. It's cool. Actually, you brought that up before we had our before we had our own podcast, right? Because mm-hmm. I was doing um, guest contributing on the Glow Girl podcast, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so it's interesting that it actually comes to fruition uh, when you and I do it. So yeah. Um, yeah. super fun. Yeah, this is how so. it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was a really fun episode to uh, um, put together and then share with everybody so and 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 launch our spooky season Uh, launching the spooky season yes all right do you have anything for the closing vibe i do not yeah i don't either i really don't um everybody you can find us on all the socials under esoterics podcast um be sure to join our facebook community the esoterics group um where you'll hear firsthand about our services and events and courses and um you know as well as get intuitive development tips and card pulls and free meditations when i start doing those again and um you know just lots lots going on in there if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. It would mean the world to us and it ensures the success of this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. We would love to feature your reviews in our marketing. Yes, you could be featured. Uh, thank you for sharing space with us today. Uh, stay mystical, magical, and ready to do it again next week when we will be talking about... Ghosts and earthbound spirits. What are they and why haven't they gone into the light? Right. (laughs) Go into the light, ghost. Why? Why are you sticking around? We're going to talk about all that. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.